0: Well, if you have been paying attention as we have sung, if you've been paying attention as uh, we have been reading, you know there are a lot of good passages I could have picked from for tonight, and I did pick one of the ones we already read, but I want to read it to you again, and this is uh, from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Before we read, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you again for this day that you have made. We thank you for your word which you have given to us. Lord, this evening we ask that you would give us ears to hear your word, minds to understand your word for us, and hearts that are ready to receive your word into our lives this day. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Matthew chapter 1. and took Mary home as his wife, but he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name, Jesus. And in the same way that I had a lot of passages I could have chosen from, there's a lot in this passage we could talk about tonight. But we're not going to do that either. <laughs> Instead, uh, this evening, I'd really just like us to focus on three words, three words from this whole passage. Uh, that help us as we think about who Jesus is and why it is that we celebrate Christmas. The three words, I'll give you those first. I know you were curious. Jesus, Christ, Emmanuel. There you go. Remember nothing else from tonight. There you go. Jesus, Christ, Emmanuel. This is why we celebrate Christmas. But the question is, what do those mean? Because each one of those actually does mean something. So we'll start with the beginning. Jesus. What does Jesus mean? You may have noticed in this passage, the angel said, she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Hmm. Save His people from their sins Because Jesus means the Lord saves. And so think about this: every time that you are using the name Jesus, this is what you should be reminded of. This is what we um, talk about in John 3:16, "For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son. Yes, we're celebrating that a baby was born, but not just any baby, but the Son of God who has come into the world to save sinners, to fix what is broken. talked earlier about the light and the darkness and how sometimes we are the ones who are contributing to the darkness. If we are honest with ourselves, it's not really hard to see the world is broken. That there are things about this world that are not the way they are supposed to be. If we're honest with ourselves, we know that we are also those who have contributed in some way and sometimes continue to contribute in some way to that brokenness. Our relationship with God, our relationship with each other, our relationship with all of creation, not how it's supposed to be. There's a brokenness there. We know it. We feel it. We see it on the news. But even closer to home, we see it played out in the lives of our friends and family and our own lives as well. So we're those who need a Savior. There is a brokenness that we can't fix. It would be like having a slice of pizza and your brand new suit. And you drop some of the pizza on your suit and you're like, oh no, this is a terrible stain. I've got to fix it. But all you have is the pizza and so you just start trying to rub it out with the pizza itself. It's about how well our efforts go to fixing the problem of sin in our lives. About how well it goes to try to fix the brokenness of the world. I don't know if you're familiar with the law of unintended consequences but once you know about it, you'll see it everywhere. My favorite example of it is, I can't remember the exact place, but there's a place uh, somewhere in Southeast Asia where they were having a, um, a problem of snakes, of rattlesnakes, too many. And so they said, all right, here's what we're going to do. Is it cobra? Anyway, <laughs> I think it's rattlesnakes. And they said, here's what we're going to do. We know a way to quickly get rid of all the snakes. We will just, if you bring us the skins of a snake, if you bring us a dead snake, then we will pay you money. And that way... All the people will crowdsource the solution. Everybody will be motivated to get rid of all the snakes. Or so it seemed. But would you like to guess what the unintended consequence was? They created a market for snakes. (laughs) By saying we will pay you for every snake you bring us, people started breeding them. And once they started breeding them, and they're bringing them to the government and saying, all right, pay us for the snakes, the government said, okay, this isn't working. And so they said, all right, no more. We're not going to pay anymore." And so what did they do with all the leftover snakes? They set them free. And so the plan that they had come up with and all the brilliance of this is how we're going to get rid of all the snakes actually created more snakes. This is what it's like when we go about trying to solve the problem of sin in our own lives. It's what happens when we try to solve all the brokenness in the world on our own terms. We come up with brilliant solutions. This is going to fix the problem. And if you read all the way through the Bible, you can see story after story after story of people doing exactly that. Of saying, I'm going to try to fix this myself. I'm gonna, I know what I'll do. We'll take care of this. And as a distant observer, we can look at it and go, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and then we replay the same mistakes ourselves. Because the deal is, we don't just need a savior though we do, we also need someone to tell us how to fix things. This is where we have Jesus the Christ. Messiah is the word that's used here, although it's uh, depending on your translation. Christos in the Greek. But it's Messiah. It means the anointed one. The one that God has chosen to be the one to sit on the throne of David and rule over not just Israel, but all the nations. To rule over the world as the true king of the world. This is what we need. Someone who knows what needs to be done and says, this is the way to live. This is how to fix the brokenness. We have things happen to us and we think, I know what will fix this. Revenge. Revenge will fix it. And Jesus says, no, Forgiveness. Forgiveness is what to do here. And we go, nah, that'll never work. We try the revenge game. And it's the law of unintended consequences all over again. And we end up with more problems than we started with. Jesus knows what we need. He knows how we are made and what it takes to fix the problems. This is good. This is good. This is what we need. The true king. Then Emmanuel. What does Emmanuel mean? We saw this. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. And why is that such an important part of who Jesus is? Because even when Jesus says, here's what I want you to do, we're powerless to live that way on our own. We need him with us. We need him in us. We need him giving us the strength to do what only he can do. To do that through us. And so when he says, here's a situation where you need to apologize for the brokenness that you've caused. And we say, I can't do that. I can't do it. It's okay. I'll help you. Or when he says, here's someone who has caused brokenness that you need to forgive for real from your heart. And you say, oh, I can't do that. As I know. But I'm with you. And together, we can do that. This is what we need. This is why it's such good news that the angels are announcing to the shepherds. Because this is what the world has needed long before Jesus was ever born. And waiting, and waiting, and waiting until the day, just when things seemed darkest, The light breaks into the world. The angels come down to Mary, come to Joseph, come to the shepherds, and say, I've got good news. It's time. This is what we celebrate. This is what we celebrate tonight. This is what we celebrate every week. It's what we celebrate every day. That we have not been left to our own devices to try to ignore the brokenness of the world, or to try to fix it on our own, but we have been given a son. We've been given a savior who is the anointed, true king, and who is God with us. This is good news. Let us remember, not only to celebrate, but also to share the good news with a world that desperately needs to hear it in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit Amen Heavenly Father we do thank you for this day that you've made and God we do thank you for the gift of Jesus Lord we pray that this would not be a gift that is left unopened Or we ask that you would You would soften our hearts to receive Jesus again as Savior, as our Lord and King, and as your very presence with us, now and wherever we go. Lord, we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.